This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we're focusing on the Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. We have visiting with us the CEO, Jane McNulty, the president of the symphony, Ray Singer, along with uh, the head of the Symphony Guild, Ruth Taylor, who is putting together uh, with some friends the Friends and Family uh, Concert at Citispell Down Farm. And that's this Saturday. Ruth, yes. tell us about that. Well, it's going to be great. For one thing, it won't be raining. That's true. We are certain <laughs> of that. So come and enjoy just a great time outside. It'll be music in the field right in my side yard. And we would just love to have you come. It'll be from 4 to 6, Saturday the 25th. And if you don't have a ticket, you can pay at the door. I understand you're going to have some really talented musicians. Oh, incredible, incredible. All professionals. Some will be from our own beautiful symphony and others from professionals all over the mid-state and some from Georgia, Alabama as well. So we're going to have a lot of fun. It'll be everything from the Beatles to Beethoven. So come and enjoy That's pretty it. broad. Yeah. <laughs> it stretches a few years. Yeah, very definitely. So, uh, and the time again for that? Four to six in the afternoon. Perfect time. And is it difficult to find? No, it isn't. Go straight out Highway 96 to Canesville Pike, turn left, and follow your ears. Because you'll be able to hear us. We're a third of the mile down on your left. Not very far down then. No, 7421 Canesville Pike. And again, what is the time on that Saturday? 4 to 6 in the afternoon. And we'll be uh, repeating that throughout this program. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't always hear things Mm -hmm. the first time. They have morning ears. (laughs) That's right. They're still getting their coffee. That's That's right. right. That's right. (laughs) Well, so much happening with the Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. Jane McNulty with us also. Jane, tell us... uh, uh, we're getting ready to start a new season and uh... we are of course we're coming off a, a difficult year um, with the pandemic and and we we weren't able to perform live last year however we did did perform which we can uh, talk about a little bit later but we are planning a full season this is actually uh, the orchestra's 40th year so we've got four main stage concerts planned um, full orchestra on three of them beginning with uh, Veterans Day, and we're very, very excited and hopeful and optimistic that all will be well and we will be live. So we're, we're super excited. Very definitely. And, and this has to be a challenge for you, Ray. Ray Singer is the president of the symphony, and uh, you try to make the money come out and uh, cover all the expenses and everything. And if you don't have performances, it's hard to do that. It is a very difficult job. Yes, it is, Bart. Uh, thank you. Um, 
It's been an interesting year, uh, interesting 18 months. We've learned a lot about uh, pivoting. We've made decisions, we've uh, altered those decisions, we've adjusted them, um, but we've relied mainly on uh, the generosity of the Middle Tennesseans to keep us going, and we've done that very nicely. Uh, the grants have continued uh, to, to come in and support us, so we're in uh, actually really good shape to enter this 40th uh, anniversary season, so we're excited. Now, tell us, uh, and anybody can jump in on this one, uh, how does this symphony work? I mean. This is a symphony orchestra that we share with other communities, is that right? No, we are our own. We are fully professional symphony, um, which there aren't. I mean, we, our musicians are paid professional musicians, and we are our own entities. So um, the Tennessee Philharmonic, you know, I, I would say shared some, many of the musicians work in several orchestras. I mean, that's if you're a professional musician, that's kind of what you do to, to keep the roof over your head. So um, we do have musicians that play with the National Symphony and some with Chattanooga, and, and so we get a, a nice broad range. But but we are we are our, our own. Our okay. Own well, for, I, for some reason, I had the feeling we were the same as they have over in Cookville and the same as in other places. But we are we are really Murfreesboro Symphony. We really are, and really for 40 years, and we've stood alone. I think in the early years, we we kind of um, paired with MTSU, um, but then in, I think, 1981, we stepped out on our own, and, and, you know, we've been able to manage successfully for 40 years, which I have to say, especially in the last 10 or so, with the way technologies change and the way that people approach music, um, you know, you can get everything through a phone or, or, or whatever, but we still, to, to be as healthy as we are um, in these days, we're very proud of that. We, we operate completely in the black. We are able to sustain fully professional musicians and a staff. Um, and we do that through, like Ray said, through grants and, and gifts. The, the last year, the National Endowment of the Arts was very generous with keeping symphonies and other nonprofit um, art organizations alive and so so that's been very helpful but um, but we're strong and and we're good that's what we want to tell people is we're not we're nothing to say that a community orchestra is not good they're fabulous but but to be fair we are an orchestra of fully professional musicians seasoned top-notch auditioned selected I mean for every musician you see on the stage there are 25 wanting that chair so um, you know, we are a top-notch, first-rate orchestra. We, we really are, and we it's really exciting are. to see this happening mm -hmm. in Murfreesboro, and it has been this way pretty much since the beginning. Absolutely, since the beginning, yeah. Now, you have a new venue this year for all of your concerts. We are, we do. We do. We have uh, moved to the Bel Air Baptist Church over on Rutherford Boulevard, Northfield uh, Boulevard. It's a wonderful facility, uh, allowing us to expand a little bit, and uh, we're excited to be in there and have yeah. them, have them uh, supporting us. That's fantastic. So uh, when is the first symphony? The first symphony is going to be, or the first concert, it's going to be November the 12th. It's our veterans concert, and right now it's slated for full symphony. Everybody on stage, it's going to be a wonderful show. And a bigger uh, opportunity, a larger facility for more people to come and 
and really participate in this. Yes, it's laid out a little bit differently, and uh, so we've got a nice balcony up above. We've got uh, a couple of aisles that uh, allow for flowing of traffic. The pews are nicely set uh, where we can get in and out. We can distance if need be. We don't know what the situation is going to be at that time, so we're doing our best to prepare uh, to keep everybody safe uh, as safely as possible. Uh, and it just really lends itself quite nicely to that. Now, for people who would like to get season tickets, tell us about the options there. We're actually not going to do season tickets this year. We're doing something a little bit different. We're calling it a la carte. Concerts a la carte. Yes. Yes. So um, because we don't know, everything is still quite uncertain with with COVID and the pandemic and we want to err on the side of, of caution and safety. So we're just going to offer tickets to each concert um, four to six weeks in advance. And, and we feel that that's the, the best way to approach this. Now, obviously this coming Saturday, the uh, event at Citispell Down Farm over on Canesville Pike, that's a fun event for the community to enjoy. You're gonna have a uh, lot of those, aren't it's, you? Well, well, we'd like to, yes, as, as we come back out of this. And I have to say, we did an event like this last year out at the farm and it was amazing. I mean, if you're looking for something to, I mean, especially this Saturday, the forecast is like perfect fall and it's, it's such a beautiful farm and you've got this great music and it's, I cannot tell you, it, everyone should go. I know you're limiting your numbers, Ruth, but um, it's just a beautiful fall afternoon of really excellent music. And you couldn't beat Eddie and Ruth as far as host and hostess. Absolutely. Every time. Every time. Well, we are so excited to offer something the whole family can enjoy. Because you bring your own seat, you bring your own foods, and you can just spread out on the lawn. Bring a blanket, bring a chair, bring a cooler full of your favorite nibbles, and just enjoy. Just enjoy being outside, seeing your friends, safe distancing, open air, and the music will be fabulous. So it's, it's just the kind of thing we are all like hoping to have, the now kind of this, experience. Is this something that you would bring children to? Oh, absolutely. So this could be an introduction to, to music? We to hope. Live music. We hope. Yeah. That's part of the Gill's whole purpose for being, is to expand that introduction to music to our community, family-wise. Now, for people who are listening to this and they're saying, I love the symphony, I've, I've gone to the concerts on a regular basis, but I'm not that familiar with the Guild, and I would like to learn more about that so I could maybe get involved in that. Tell us about the Guild. Well, the Guild very simply exists to support our symphony, as our name suggests, Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra Guild. We're here to support our symphony, to hope hope we can raise funds, raise sponsorships, raise awareness. We're also here to support our youth orchestra, the ethos groups, um, in order to get our young people involved in music. They're our future. And then to um, broaden musical experiences across the mid-state for our community and to get people really to see again what an incredible musical community we have in this city, in this county, in this area. And we are beginning to draw more from out. Now, it's simply an organization for that. We don't have brick and mortar. We don't have paid personnel. We're strictly a volunteer organization. And what we want to do is just be a supportive arm to our symphony 
it is so important to keep the you know the people who are not actually on stage or the people who are not actually producing that music hopefully we can do some of the back work and keep the dust off the speakers you know kind of a thing so uh, that's what we're about and if you want more information about the guild please call 615-273-2233 and someone will get right back to you very good now is there a website also for yes, the symphony? For Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra Guild, yes. Okay. Just look up under Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra Guild, okay. and they'll put you right to it. Let me ask you this, because we hear Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra, we hear Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. Mm-hmm. What are you? Are you both of those? Or? Well, TPO is our star. That That is who... Our symphony is. It is the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. And we simply uh, kept the name from the traditional founding of the Guild. That's, that's the reason we kept that particular name. And we are a separate entity in, in that we are a supportive arm. We're n- we are not the symphony. The symphony, our TPO, is our, our entity we want to support. We actually, did you want to address that? Yeah, just chime in. Uh, Bart, uh, just a few years ago, as the Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra, we realized we had outgrown. We were growing well beyond the bounds, primarily the geographic boundaries of Murfreesboro into Shelbyville, Tullahoma, McMinnville, Manchester. Uh, And we had people coming from those areas to our shows. Uh, We had interest from from just uh, a lot of interest just beyond the boundaries of Murfreesboro. And we as a board kind of just stepped back and began to analyze how do we continue to grow and serve not only Murfreesboro, but also Middle Tennessee. And that's primarily where what our audience is, who our audience is. So we took a path with uh, a name we already had, which was the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. We already had that name. And it just made sense at the time to, uh, to just shift gears from Murfreesboro Symphony Orchestra to Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra to, to continue to grow, to continue to serve a larger and growing uh, audience base. Okay, so then the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra is what you're wanting to be known as the, the, for all of Middle Tennessee. Yes. But uh, the other is basically your, your legal name for Murfreesboro, maybe. Um, I think our legal name is Tennessee Philharmonic. We had just, okay. it had gone to Murfreesboro Symphony. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. That was kind of before us. Uh, yeah. And we, we, like Ray said, we just needed to get back to our sure. roots and extend. Um, because our reach was was broadening. So we are, to be clear, the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra, operating as the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then this Saturday is an opportunity for everybody to get together, all ages, uh, friends and family concert, uh, and it's a very casual, so you don't dress up. No, no, no. Please, no high heels in the side yard. You will see. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart, don't wear your heels. Okay. No, I'm, okay. I'm uh, going to have to leave well, those at home. Okay. I am dressed for Saturday's show. <laughs> That's right. All I need is my blanket and my picnic basket <laughs> and, my, and my wife. There you go. And, and bring a chair. Yes. yes. Bring a chair or bring a blanket. You don't have to sit in a chair. You can sprawl on a blanket. You'll all be right. fine. 
And this is from 4 until 6 this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, all ages and, and all types of music. Beatles to Beethoven. Oh, that's right. That's right. We have some incredibly talented uh, musicians. Some of those mu musicians also perform as a group called the Wanna Beatles. And they I've are heard not. Them they have won quite a bit of acclaim in the mid-state. So we do have a number of people who are following them, who will be coming, and they do a wonderful parody of a lot of music. But it'll be everything from R&B to, to jazz to rock, uh, soft rock to big band. You'll see everybody in. in uh, we had them dancing in the grass last time. So here we go. We hope for the same thing this time. It sounds like a lot of fun. And it that is. is at uh, the Citizbell Down Farm. Yes. Eddie and Ruth Taylor at 7421 Canesville Pike. Yes. Four until six Saturday. Tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We will be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about the Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. Stay with us. Much more to come. think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey one to four weekdays followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at four. When it comes to your home, memories and sentimental value are priceless. Fair Construction can remodel your home or can update your kitchen, bath or other rooms. I'm Ron Hall. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Call Farrah Construction at 615-893-6120. That's Farrah Construction. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Farrah Construction Company. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurant. Demas's Restaurants are now hiring. We are looking for grill cooks and other kitchen employees with competitive pay and flexible hours. If you're looking for full-time work or part-time work, then Demas's is the place to be. We've been voted a top workplace for five years in a row by the Tennessean. Apply within or online at demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Few spotty rain showers here early this afternoon. Otherwise, partial sunshine develops a high in the upper 60s. Northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. Good morning. Still quite a bit of traffic volume on 24, but it's moving up through the Hickory Hollow area. Sure, we've seen a couple of wrecks on here in the last hour or so. Lots of radar as well. Oktoberfest. It's happening at Albert Gatlinburg, September 24th through October 31st. Log on today, albertgatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hi, this is Becky Bookner, and I'm just so proud to talk about the veterans in our community and what an incredible gift they've given all of us. And that's our freedom and the right to live in this country. And we're so grateful to them for the sacrifices they've made. WGNS proudly salutes our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. American hero, Norm Elzier. 
You were on uh, B-24. The Liberator. The Liberator? That's what they called it. Our average mission was seven hours. We were on oxygen seven hours at times. There were six gunners on the plane. When we flew four missions, they give us a fifth of whiskey for the whole six, not a piece. We saved them up, and after we flew so many times, they sent us to the Isle of Capri for a week's rest, and that's where we took all our booze. Every time you got in that plane, you didn't know if that was your first time or your last time? Oh, that's for sure. You got pretty hot at times. How many missions would you say you completed? About 21, but after we come back from the Isle of Capri, we flew three straight days in a row, and the third day we got shot down. That was 21. After you were shot down, how long did it take for you to find safety? We bailed out over Yugoslavia, and it was German-held at the time. We landed in uh, friendly areas, the Chetnik people there. They took care of us, and we uh, would be warned in advance that the Germans were on our tail, and they would take off. As far as food and water and Food was like scarce. That. Food was scarce. The Germans would come into these villages and take their food. We would go to one village, and we would have beans to eat twice a day for two weeks. Another village would be potatoes. I ended up Jonas because we didn't get the right food. That's one of those things. People did the best they could for us. True American norm. Elzir. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. Welcome back, and we're talking this morning about the symphony, our local symphony, the Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. And we're talking about this coming weekend's Friends and Family Concert. Don't miss that one. It's it's a very casual concert. You come casually, bring a lawn chair, bring your food, uh, because there won't be food there. for. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of folks there, so you're not going to be making... Mm-mm. Candy in the kitchen no, or anything? No, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> no cookies on the stove, no. Okay. <laughs> but uh, so bring your food with you. Uh, bring the whole family. Bring bring the kids. It's a very casual event. And how many of these have you had before? Well, the, t- the symphony sponsored last year's uh, Flat Bell Philharmonic, which pulled up in our side yard. And that was the first of this sort of concert. And um, through this year, we had hoped to have something as the Guild to support what they were trying to do. And of course, you know, everybody's hands and feet were tied. So this became a possibility and we decided to go ahead and commit to it. We want to bring attention to our symphony. Support your local symphony, please, just like um, support your local sheriff. It's the same idea. We need um, our community to get behind what is, uh, well, without question, one of the best organizations in our community, which is the TPO. And also, we would like to get young people involved. We want them to begin to think of music as part of what they support in their lifestyle. So this is one of the ways we reach out. We also give scholarships, and even during the pandemic, this we will be giving our third this week. Uh, all three have gone to seniors at MTSU. 
Our third uh, scholarship will be given Thursday to Lily Whitmire, who is a senior at MTSU, a performing musician, and uh, hopefully some of our folks will be able to hear her later in the year. Fantastic. And so we're excited about that. I understand that uh, you can also make donations at other times. Oh, the yes, at any point to our symphony, yes. Jane, tell us a little about that. Well, um, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have we to are always with <laughs> open hand. Um, our website is tnphil.org. That's T-N-P-H-I-L.org. And it's very easy to go onto the website and donate. Um, and and be, we would be nothing without the support of... Um, the, our local friends and the guild. We do want to say thank you for what you're doing on Saturday, Ruth, and the guild. It's going to be fabulous. But yes, tnphil.org, and you can also purchase tickets there, see our history, see what's coming up. Um, again, we have four fabulous concerts um, on schedule between now and April of 22. Oh, it's so hard to say. <laughs> 22. April so, 22 um, of 22. April 22 of 22 in our new venue. And we're just, we really want, you know, someone once described us as um, the best kept secret. And it's a lovely sentiment, but we really don't want to be the best kept secret. We really want to be, we really are the crown jewel of Murfreesboro. And we want everyone to come and get to know us a little bit. Very good. And a good way to do that is coming to the Friends and Family Concert this Saturday, 4 until 6, at Citispell Down Farm. The tickets are $20 a person or 35 per family. And that's, that's right. So it cannot cost you more than $35. No, to bring your family. And so, uh, you know, bring, bring the grandkids with you or, or your children, whichever you mm-hmm. have. <laughs> and anybody you claim, yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bring them all. Yeah. Uh, if they're is, out of jail, bring them on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, tell us a little more about the Ethos Youth Symphony Orchestra, because a, a lot of the proceeds from this Saturday's event helps that group. Well, the Guild divides up the proceeds that we make from any of our events between our first primary uh, support is given to our orchestra. And then our second primary support will go to Ethos, which those groups under the direction of Dr. Brian Russell um, make up a a wonderful opportunity for all ages, still in elementary through high school, of both instrumental and choral group. And we will have some information on Ethos at the concert. They are, I understand, beginning to take uh, auditions. So um, I can say, uh, as a personal example, our grandson, Eli, in the seventh grade was encouraged by Dr. Russell to begin to play with Ethos, even though he was just seventh grade, on the trumpet. And this year, Eli is marching with the band at UT. He was given a premier position off a tape that he sent. As a freshman, he is marching in that beautiful band and also in their concert band. And his encouragement really began by two things. One was he went with me to see several things of the symphony, and he was intrigued. And then um, his wonderful band director at uh, Oakland Middle also recognized that he was interested, and then he went to Ethos. And then from Ethos, he went to Governor's School and from 
a, a scholarship to governor's school, he went to UT. So now as he, even though he's supposed to come out with a job that pays something, which would not be a musician, no, would be, would be an architect, he'll be in that program also. The, the gift of music and the support of this community is phenomenal. So it's, it's really our job as the Guild to shine that light back on these incredible institutions our orchestra, our youth program, and uh, what's available here in this in this city, in this area. Now, what age groups are, are in the ethos youth I believe orchestra? their youngest is their children's, their very tiny cherub age, and I think it's five or six. I think that you have to be in right. kindergarten. I believe that's correct, but d don't count uh, that as fact. I believe I'm correct on that, and it goes through high school. Now, how do parents uh, or even grandparents encourage their youngsters to get involved in this and to, I guess you have to audition for Yes, it. you do. Uh, well, if they will call that same number, 273-2233, area code 615, we'll see to it they get ethos information or the best way. Come out, support our symphony uh, this Saturday, and we'll put something in your hot little hand uh, that'll get you, get that to you. And as a grandparent, I know, of course, that I have, you know, a superior <laughs> grandchildren. But uh, I have a feeling there's every grandparent in the room that says the same thing. So uh, do come, and oh, we'll great. help you find it. And, uh, Jane, you see this uh, on a regular basis, the... the results of, of youngsters who are going through this program and, and really uh, becoming even better. You know, we have an amazing music program in all of Rutherford County and uh, Murfreesboro City Schools. We have incredible directors and passionate leaders that are getting these kids. And when they get into these programs like Ethos, and then they really can excel in their music. But we are very, very fortunate in this community to have a really strong, and we reach out a lot too. We, through the whole pandemic, uh, our education director, Wilson Sharp, was in constant working with schools and via Zoom. He did um, uh, mentoring programs and, and shared music via Zoom to children all throughout, he and his, and, and several musicians of the orchestra. So um, we all work together, you know, we can't let the music die. So we, we have to keep working on these kids. Ray, tell us a little about uh, volunteer needs uh, with the symphony. I'm sure that most of your help is volunteer help. Uh, and there may be somebody listening who is, is just ready to blossom into a good volunteer. Oh, we love our volunteers. Anytime, uh, anytime, actually, I guess our biggest need would be anytime we have a live event, uh, we need volunteers. We need volunteers on this Saturday, as a matter of fact, because, you know, as, as people come together, and especially now, um, this last 18 months has taught us um, a lot more about crowd control uh, and things. So we, we need volunteers as a ticket taker. Well, we're not doing tickets this year, but ushers and seating and parking and just I any number of things that uh, – that, that uh, go into putting on a live event. And uh, anybody that's got a desire or has some time, we'd love to have you come out. Okay, now these are available uh, in advance, the tickets for this Saturday's event, or you can purchase them at, at the gate. Yes, we had this uh, set up through Eventbrite, but I'm not sure of their cutoff time 
for Saturday. I'm not sure when that'll be cut off, but you can purchase them at the door. That is fine. You do not have to have, since we have planned for a number, you do not have to have a reserved space, but we would ask that as the performance begins at four o'clock, that you plan to be there at least 20 minutes before that, 20 to 15 minutes uh, before that, so you can find your spot on the grass and get your little camp set up and be ready to go. Very good, and that is four until six this Saturday. Yes. Uh, again, if you have not gotten all of the information, we are going to cover it again before we end today. Uh, now, Jane, you had mentioned that the coming season is going to be a little different this year because it's it's all a la carte, no season tickets, simply because you, you think you're going to have a full season, but we've been surprised before. Yes, I again, we just feel that this is um, the best way to approach this so we don't get into a refund situation and, and how to get everyone scheduled. So um, we, we will make the tickets available on the website four to six weeks ahead of time. Um, you can also be alerted when those tickets go on sale. And then probably at the door as well. We're still kind of feeling all this out. So <clears throat> for the November um, 12th concert, veteran concert, those tickets go on sale, I believe, October 10th. But it'll say that on the um, website. So, And that'll be a great concert. You know, it's a great way to come and celebrate being out and back together again. What better one than the Veterans Concert where we, you know, play that great patriotic music and celebrate those who, you know, have fought and served. And again, we remind you of the new location so you don't go to the wrong place. That's that's right, and I always say it wrong. So, Ray, talk about that new location. We will be at the Bel Air Baptist Church, and that is 1307 North Rutherford Boulevard. Easy to find. Very easy to find. It is not a small building. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it plans. is right across from the Kroger at uh, Las Casas on the corner there, uh, right in the curve. And so uh, get, uh, well, I'm not going to say get your season tickets because there's no such thing this year, but hopefully we'll be back to uh, sort of a normal schedule next year. Yes, we, of course we will. No hope. Yes, we're, we're just going right. to say okay. we will. Well, you so. heard it first, right here. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about the symphony and uh, the, the Murfreesboro Symphony, which serves all of Middle Tennessee. Thus, it is called the Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. Best uh, known as TPO. It's that's so right. easy to remember and that gives you all it's all of Tennessee and it is a Philharmonic and it is our orchestra. So, you know, let's take ownership, folks. It is it is an entity you want to support. And that's what our guild is is dedicated to doing is getting the word out and getting support. You may donate at any time, including this Saturday afternoon. We will not have change for $1,000 bills, but we will take a check uh, <laughs> along with, uh, you know, uh, somebody to say it's good. No, but we, we would love to see donations come in to get our symphony um, all the wheels greased and ready to go for our November concert. We have a traffic update we need to pass along right now. Wet roads have led to a serious car versus semi-truck accident that occurred uh, just a few minutes ago uh, here in Murfreesboro. The crash happened on Northwest Broad near Singer Road. 
The driver of the vehicle is uh, awake and alert. The roof of the vehicle is sheared off and the car is under the trailer all the way to the back seat. The person is being extricated uh, from that vehicle. The semi-truck that the car crashed under was registered to a Texas group. Authorities on the scene uh, now, and uh, we urge you to avoid that area because obviously if you're in that area, you could expect delays. Now that is uh, over on Broad at Singer Road. All outbound lanes are shut down as of now on Northwest Broad at Florence Road. All outbound lanes that would be going toward Smyrna. So that update for you here on WGNS. We're going to pause for just a moment and continue the conversation. Stay with us. Much more to come. Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Come on over to Music World and Drummer's Den for lessons on any instrument with strings, keys, or drums. We also have a full line of live sound, uh, amplification, PA systems, lights, everything you need to play your local venues. We are your local music store. You need to come see us. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Old friends, new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Jenny Harrison with Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. It is such an honor to help families make their funeral arrangements. I am so blessed to be a part of that time in saying their final goodbyes. Thank you all so much for allowing us to help you through this. This is Jenny. Give us a call at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. 117 South Academy Street between East Main Church of Christ and Junior's Foodland. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Broadcasting from the tallest tower in the city with that little red light on top. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, and AM 1450. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Few spotty rain showers here early this afternoon. Otherwise, partial sunshine develops a high in the upper 60s. Northwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. Welcome back. We are talking about the 
Middle Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra this morning. CEO Jane McNulty is with us, along with the president of the group, Ray Singer, and Symphony Guild President Ruth Taylor with us. And one of the big events is happening this Saturday, the Friends and Family Concert. That's at uh, Citispell Down Farm at 7421 Canesville Pike, 4 until 6 this Saturday. And Ruth knows all about that because that's where she and Eddie live. So you're familiar with that. And you say, obviously, it's real easy to find. It is very easy. And you will you can hear us. Just turn on Canesville Pike, and you'll be able to hear the music. Okay. But uh, if you'll go out 96, about seven miles from the Kroger, at the intersection of Rutherford and uh, Highway 96, and go towards Smithville on 96, seven miles approximately to Canesville Pike on your left, and the house is a third of a mile down on your left. 7421 Canesville. Okay. Just, just look for the prettiest farm on the left. Uh, That'll amen. be it. Amen. <laughs> and we only grow grass and grandchildren. That's it. So come on out. And, and beautiful sunsets. Oh, beautiful oh, sunsets. Oh, boy. So that, that's going to be perfect for this Saturday afternoon. Uh, and the ticket price, $20 per person or $35 per family. And all donations for our symphony gleefully accepted. <laughs> and, and let's get behind the symphony. It's going to be a, a, a wonderful year for great music, and this is a good opportunity to begin the season with the whole family, and, uh, you know, the kids will enjoy it, too. I've, I've noticed more and more younger people coming to the symphonies. They, they, live music is a novelty that this, uh, these younger people are embracing. Live music, real people playing real <laughs> instruments right in front of them. They love it. They love it. Very good. So uh, let's let's introduce this uh, form of music, live music, to uh, some more of the youngsters in the area. Yes. yes. Bring them over. And it's, as Ruth had said earlier, everything from the Beatles to Beethoven. You got it. So uh, it's going to be a fun thing. Here's an update uh, on the situation we told you about just moments ago. Uh, as of about a minute ago, we have word that the person who was in the car that's under the trailer truck uh, has been extricated safely, uh, and they are out uh, being uh, treated right now by paramedics. So some good news there. Uh, and we will be keeping you informed. Again, we encourage, if you're in the area, obviously you need to find an alternate route very quickly. Uh, if you're heading toward the area, if you're on Broad, heading toward Smyrna, probably a good idea to get off of Broad because uh, you're going to end up uh, pretty soon, if you're not already there, you'll end up in gridlock traffic. And we're talking this morning about the Tennessee Philharmonic Symphony Orchestra. And before we leave, I, I want to get, uh, we've already touched on this, but I'm, I always have this fear that somebody may have just tuned in and did not hear about it earlier. Uh, Jane, you were telling us about a little bit different approach to ticket sales for this coming season. And the Veterans Concert, which is the 12th of November, will be the first concert of the season. Correct, we are doing concerts a la carte. So we will not sell a season ticket. Uh, you'll be able to come to all four, of course, but you'll have to buy them one at a time. Um, 
if you go to tnphil.org, that's tnphil.org, it'll tell you when you can get those tickets and you can purchase them right online or at the door. But we're, we're going to do it a little bit differently this year just to um, take one concert at a time. But Ruth, you mentioned we still need your financial support. Oh, definitely. You got to grease the wheels. And um, our TPO needs a full bed of support from our community, mid-state, not just in the city, but mid-state, because this is your symphony. This is your uh, entity. It doesn't belong to any particular group. It is open to everyone. And, And we want to see our young people begin to understand that. You know, in this era of uh, specialization and separation, sometimes you don't feel like you're part of anything. But you can be part of the music community in this town, in this area, by becoming a supporter of the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. And Ray, you were saying that you do need volunteers. We need volunteers. We need uh, sponsorships. In fact, uh, we are beginning to embark on a corporate sponsorship um, initiative to uh, sponsor. We, we have various, uh, obviously, uh, concerts along the way, but our Christmas concert, our Veterans concert, the Valentine's concert, and then our, our season finale. There's opportunities for uh, different businesses to sponsor each of those concerts, as well as some of the musicians, the first chair musicians along the way. So we're, we're if you're listening out there, we're coming to see you, uh, and we need volunteers for each of those concerts to uh, to help us staff the things that need to be done. We, uh, we don't have employees other than our office manager. Um, so we do need volunteers to help us pull these events off. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, you know, if you've ever wanted that opportunity to go backstage, this is it. There, this is a good way to learn uh, how these concerts are put together, how any live event is put together, and see it from behind the scenes and also help, uh, help us out along the way. And if you have a civic group that you're in and would like a good speaker, are speakers available? Of course, yes, we are all the three of us. <laughs> to give us a call and we'll show up. Okay. Jane Thank and you. I have done that a couple of times. Yes, and, uh, yes. We, we make a good team, and mm-hmm. Ruth yes. would love to do that with you as well. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. So make it a point to uh, get behind our symphony, uh, which has been thriving and doing phenomenally well uh, for decades now, and which is exciting to see because that has to be a challenge. I mean, it has to... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it doesn't just fall together and, and happen. So uh, exciting things happening. Uh, once again, the special season coming up, uh, beginning on the 12th of November, has a new location this year. Uh, it's uh, at uh, Bel Air Baptist Church this year. Now, all the symphonies will be there. All the concerts will be there. Uh, will this be a, 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 for the next foreseeable future? or? Mm-hmm. It, what it it uh, it sh- it will be for the foreseeable future. We're uh, in a unique position here in Middle Tennessee uh, with uh, just from venue opportunities. Uh, there's been several people um, in town that have been having this conversation about what do we do and where do we where how do we grow. Um, uh, the venues that are here are certainly aging, and um, and we're 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 growing as a community faster than most cities in the United States. 
Uh, we're certainly in the top 15 or 20 in the United States and need to address that. But uh, for now, we've got a beautiful venue with the uh, Bel Air Baptist Church. Very definitely. And there's still conversation about having a venue for this type of a group uh, on a regular basis that would hold 1,500, 2,000 or so people. That is correct. It's still talking, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're, we're still in the planning phases, yes. Oh, very good. We want to thank you three for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing everybody this Saturday, 4 until 6, at Citispell Down Farm, 7421 Canesville Pike in Las Casas, 4 until 6 this Saturday. Visiting with us today, Ray Singer and, of course, Ruth Taylor and Jane McNulty. Stay with us. Much more to come right here on WGNS. Truman's just around the corner. Stay with us. News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro, the voice of Rutherford County, and the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. The Cordas Clock shows it's 9 o'clock. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. A deadly car fire in Walter Hill Tuesday morning. The crews arrived at the scene outside the Dollar General store on Lebanon Highway near Jefferson Pike. They found one person dead in the driver's seat of the burning white Ford Focus. Rutherford County Fire and Rescue and Rutherford County Sheriff investigating into the cause of the fatal fire. An $11 million class action lawsuit against Rutherford County allows thousands of juveniles who feel they were arrested illegally to file a claim. But the deadline to file is October 29th. The total amount to be paid by the county will depend on the number of juveniles who step forward with a valid claim. That translates into about 5,000 for each time a juvenile was illegally detained. The attorney for the plaintiffs say that in 2017, a federal judge ordered the county to stop its illegal mass incarceration policies. And earlier this year, the county agreed to a class action settlement of up to $11 million to compensate the children who were victimized by the policy. The Tennessee Department of Education